from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Guys, I don't believe that we can win this. Uh, I'm a rhino. That last guy was a major rhino. That's the problem with this country, folks. That's the problem with this country, and it's the problem with this party. And we're going to be talking about the Republican National Committee and the GOP here in a minute. But what you just saw right there yesterday, I played you the entire interview, well, except maybe about a minute of it, um, from that interview with CNN, with Carrie Lake. And now you see how they spun it. What you saw, what I just showed you, was their edited version of the interview with Carrie Lake. Now you go back to yesterday's morning show and you watch that full interview and then you come back today and you watch this and you see exactly who the spreader of lies is. They did not show Carrie Lake putting that uh, CNN reporter on notice. They did not show Carrie Lake dropping the mic on that CNN reporter. They did not show Carrie Lake telling that CNN reporter to put down Hunter Biden's crack pipe. And they did not show the CNN reporter completely sit there flabbergasted, masked up with a diaper on her face, didn't know which way was up and which way was down. She was so caught like a deer in headlights when Carrie Lake was holding her to the fire, holding her feet to the fire. And if and if the, if CNN is coming at somebody like that, you know that's the right candidate, ladies and gentlemen. You know that's the right candidate. Now, CNN is trying to smear Carrie Lake as a uh, as a former Democrat who gave money to Osama uh, Barack Hussein Obama. Well, you know what? You're looking at somebody who was also deceived by Barack Hussein Obama in 2008. Thought this guy could possibly be the guy to bring both parties together. He was smart. He was articulate. He knew what to say. And within in about three or four months, we all realized exactly what had happened. We thought this was going to be the defining moment from based on what they said. And, of course, the poor, weak Republican Party at that point. The Republican Party, ladies and gentlemen, is different from then. The Republic, the Democrat Party is different from then. And uh, you're, you're not going to be able to do this. It's almost like attacking somebody who's a Christian and saying, well, I remember what you did 20 years ago. I remember what you did 10 years ago. And they say, yeah, I remember that too. But that's the power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to turn me away from that life and to realize all the bad I was doing. And the same, that's the same road that Carrie is taking here. She's, she's genuine. She's sincere. And if they are coming at him or at her like this, then you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know that they are correct. What I'm talking about is they are correct in, uh, in Arizona for wanting to put Carrie Lake uh, as their next governor. And, and I can't wait till they do. I can't wait till they do. So if you need to go watch that interview from yesterday's show, you can watch it on the uh, the morning show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. This is October 22nd, year of our Lord, 2021, and I'm coming to you proudly from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And I am so happy to be here with all of the Real America's Voice and Live from America audience and family members. God bless you. Thank you for letting me come into your homes twice a day, every day. Now, before we get to some shout-outs, I want to talk about the GOP or the RNC or whoever it is that uh, uh, whoever it is that calls you begging for money these days. Today... Like every day, I got a call from the Republican National Committee. 
Can we rely on you for money, sir? We're fighting back to get rid of, and they don't call them rhinos. Why? Because the RNC is a bunch of rhinos themselves. We're fighting back against these uh, blue-blooded Republicans. That's what they call them. Blue-blooded Republicans, and we need to get them out of the uh, out of our seats and to stop breathing our air. The lady said to me this morning, and I said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" I said, "You every time you guys call me, I entertain a conversation, and and I I ask you guys to send a message, and that message to Ronna McDaniel, Rona McDaniel, Corona McDaniel, whatever you want to call her, and to the rest of the GOP establishment is until." You go public and say, you know what, we made a mistake, Donald Trump is the leader of this party, and we are going to start pushing all of our resources that we can anyways to fighting what happened on November 3rd. If you do that, if you do that, I will change my mind and I will give money to the Republican National Committee. Until then, and I said this, get it through your thick skulls. You are not getting any more money from me or any other real Republican out there. You can continue to get your dried up money from the GOP uh, rhinos like that guy we just saw in the last part of that video. We're running on a losing message. You ain't running anywhere, dude. Did you see you? You're twice as big as me. You ain't running anything but your mouth. And we're sick of it. And the GOP is dead. Say hello to the GNP. Now, I had a good, I had a decent civil conversation with this woman trying to get her to understand and as we went further she just kept talking over me and talking over me and talking over me to the point where she said i was wrong and that the G and that the uh the rnc is fighting for election integrity i said no you're lying you are fighting for election integrity in the future you're fighting to get stricter election laws in the future you're not fighting what happened in november 3rd and if you're not fighting for that we're not fighting for you and we will give our money to trump backed candidates individually by themselves that's who we'll send our money to and they didn't like that and 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 what do you what do you expect me to say what do you expect me to say? If you're not going to fight for us, we're not going to fight for you. Donald Trump is the Republican Party now. This is the grand new party. Get over it. Get it through your thick skulls. Corona McDaniels, whatever your name is, if you're watching, get it through your thick skull. We are no longer propping up the Republican National Committee until you, Mom Jeans Mitt Romney, and the rest of you rhinos understand exactly what we demand. Period. Point blank. Done. And I urge the rest of you to do the same thing. They're not fighting for you. They're lining their pockets and, 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 and pleasing their lobbyists. Donald Trump told you all that in 2016 when he wiped the floor clean with 17 rhinos on that Republican stage and said, you hear all them out there? Those are the, those are the, those are the rhino lobbyists and the, and, and the rhino donors. And I don't have them. I have you, he said. He looked right at the camera, remember? I have you. I have my wife, my children, and you. And that's how President Donald Trump, Trump won. Get it through your thick skulls. Oh, it drives me absolutely crazy. Let me give some shout-outs here. We've got Becky watching. God bless you. Happy birthday, Robert. Robert, it's Robert's birthday today. God bless you, Robert. Happy birthday. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Um, Kimmy is watching. I want to know why Fauci isn't in jail today for lying under oath. If he was Trump, a Trump person, he'd be in handcuffs by now. Oh, don't worry. The day is coming. The day is coming. I will donate to Holly here in Missouri, says DeClues. Thank you very much. God bless you. Write to, the, write to the candidates themselves. Stop giving to the Republican National Committee. They're nothing but liars, and they're Democrats in, in, in different suits. Amy Allen from South Dakota, how you doing? Good to see you. Thank you very much. And I'd like to say uh, hello to Lisa Naquin. 
Lisa Naquin. God bless you and thank you for watching. Please, if you're watching on social media, I humbly ask that you like, rumble, and share. Get this video out there. Beat the mainstream fake news big tech media and show them who's really boss because their days are coming to an end and their days are definitely numbered. Folks, let's go to the Lord. I, I, I'm worked up this morning and I need a little bit of grace. I need a little bit of grace and mercy real quick. So let's go to the Lord. Let's put all of this aside for just a second. Let's focus on the cross. Let's focus on the suffering and the sacrifice that Jesus Christ um, had to go through for all of us to have salvation. Because that's what really matters. All of the stuff that I'm ranting about in the end doesn't matter. This is what matters. October 22nd, from Jesus Calling. No matter what your circumstances may be, you can find joy in my presence. On some days, joy is generously strewn along your life path, glistening in the sunlight. On days like that, being content is as simple as breathing, the next breath or taking the next step. Other days are overcast and gloomy. You feel the strain of the journey, which I think we all are right now, which seems endless. Dull gray rocks greet your gaze and cause your feet to ache. Yet joy is still attainable. Search for it as for a hidden treasure. Begin by remembering that I have created this day. It is not a chance occurrence. Recall that I am present with you whether you sense my presence or not. Then start talking with me about whatever is on your mind. Rejoice in the fact that I understand you perfectly. And I know exactly what you're experiencing. As you continue communicating with me, your mood will gradually lighten. Awareness of my marvelous companionship can infuse joy into the grayest day. Psalm 21.6, Proverb 2.4, and Colossians 1.16 from the New King James Version. And that will shed a little bit of light on that devotional this morning, folks. It's very hard. It's hard to live in this flesh. No matter how close you are with God, it's not easy. It is not easy. And you know what? God never promised it to be easy. And being a Christian is not easy. As a matter of fact, being a Christian is probably filled with more earthly hardships than any, than any other path you choose. But what you can experience, just like God says there, is joy is attainable. And I've said it a thousand times. Money can buy happiness, but only Jesus can buy joy. And joy is what we're searching for. And sometimes we need to look at the sacrifices. Sometimes we, look at, we need to look at the cloudy skies, the gloomy skies and the gray rocks that that was talking about. And we need to see them not as, um, not as bumps in the roads, not as an adversary, but we need to see them as blessings because there's something to be learned from those gray rocks. There's something to be learned from those gloomy cloud-covered uh, days. And that's what God tells us. He says, pray for those days. Pray for your trials. Because in those trials, you get closer to God, you learn more, and you come out of it a better Christian and a better human. Amen? All right. Let's all join together and say the Lord's Prayer all aloud. Out loud. Let Him hear it. Who cares if you're at work? What are they going to do? Fire you for your religious beliefs? Now, here we go, folks. Our Father, who art in heaven... Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And when you're saying things like that, folks, when you're when you're when you're when you're when you're talking to the Lord out uh, out loud, make sure you focus on that sacrifice and focus on that cross, because it means the world a difference. It means the world a difference. We're gonna take a quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News on this October twenty second here in Live from America, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Please stay tuned. And for the Live from America audience, yes, we are uh, recording for Real America's Voice tonight. Uh, Jeremy, I really like the America Strong Business page on your site. Well, thank you. It's actually going to be a lot better real soon. You're going to be able to uh, add your business in real time. You're going to be able to edit it and manage it in real time. We're going to be able to um, break it out by state. And we're going to start advertising it. We're going to start pushing it out there for everybody in the world. I'm going to start advertising that site on news on news outlets and everything because I think it's truly important that we support small business. I think it's truly important, more now than ever, that we support um, uh, businesses that are looking out for American people and to be America strong. And there'll be two there'll be two uh, two tiers. There'll be a tier where you can manage everything for free. You can put up everything for free. And then there'll be a tier where if you want to have it um, promoted monthly, then there'll be a small fee for that because there's going to be a fee in in being able to promote those businesses uh, monthly on different places, especially JeremyHarrell.com. So um, I'm, I think it's a great idea. And I think, uh, again, that the, the Slurp Slush Fund is a great idea, too. I'm just trying to take one thing at a time because usually I, our ideas become expensive here on Life from America. And our ideas uh, become very time-consuming. And, uh, I, you know, the ideas of the, the Bibles, the probably the best idea I ever had, but I'm so far behind in it because I didn't have a system in place before I put the system in place. You know what I mean? I didn't have a real system in place. I kind of get a little ahead of myself. So I think I got to, I think I have to catch up with things that I've already put in place and make them run efficiently before we add more. So just give you an idea of what we're working on behind the scenes, including working on trying to get the new studio together, which is another, you know, you know how it is. Contractors, electricians, people to come up, bring all the material, buy all the material, get it here on time. It's, it's a nightmare, but it's a nightmare that I'm looking uh, to face head on. So um, I'm setting up an ongoing monthly contribution to the RNC. One cent. They get a penny a month from me. It will cost more to process my donation than it's worth. <laughs> Jeremy, did you see what CNN did to the young man telling the uh, telling about the audit? Called him a liar? No, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. But it doesn't. It makes sense. CNN would do something like that. What did your grandson think? Let's go, Brandon was. Oh, somebody must be talking about that. Sorry, um, but what do you guys do? You guys, um, do you guys agree with me about the RNC? I mean, I, I know it's kind of like shooting ourselves in the in our foot, but not really, right? Uh, Jeremy, did you see donations yesterday were for Heather's electricity bill? I did see that, but I don't know who Heather is, where she lives, or anything like that. So, if somebody could send me that message, that would truly be helpful, and I appreciate that. Jeremy, we need your address. No scroll for now. Well, let me tell you what it is. It's 24 Opera House Square, Box 27. 24 Opera House Square, 
Box 27, Claremont, New Hampshire, 03743. Although that will be changing soon. That will be changing soon. Stephanie says, I need to add my business page to your page. Wait until it's self-sustainable, okay? I will let you know when it is. Until then, it's kind of like a, it's, it's really difficult. Uh, I agree, Jeremy. A rhino is a rhino. And that's been our biggest problem. Our party has been our biggest problem. Um, I only give to the person running, says Lat1957. So do I. So do I. Well, it's great. I'm, I'm glad you guys feel the same way about the RNC as I do because it's just, it's, it's, it's one of the worst things that we could have is, is a party that doesn't believe in what we believe and we, got, we have to change that. And we are changing that. We are. More than people think we are. So let's come back from this break and remember there will be no show tonight for all those folks who are just finding out about it, okay? All right, here we go. Thanks for sticking around here for Live from America on Real America's Voice News. Um, listen, folks, are we, is it just me? Or are we experiencing like almost like living in a in, in a in a cringeville world when we see the people that are running our country or the people that are the face of the people that are running our country? Does it does it seem really cringeworthy to you? Like when you watch Biden, when you watch Harris, when you watch Nancy Pelosi, when you watch Maxine Waters. Look, I'm all for you know uh, uh, two different parties fighting for the what's best for this country. I think balance is great. I think going uh, to communism is bad, and I think going to extreme uh, right, you know, like whatever they call extreme right, I don't know really what it is, but there has to be a balance in this country. That's what makes America so great. Um, but when you watch these individuals like Biden or Harris or Pelosi or, or Waters or any of these people, there's something not right. There's something very cringeworthy and not normal about these people. Something very not normal about these people. Now, look at, we talked about Obama a little bit ago. Let's talk about Obama. Obama is definitely, you know, the closest thing to the Antichrist, <laughs> as you can get, uh, for what his, idea, what, his, what his ideas are and what his, his goals were and, and what they continue to be. But, at least Obama was smart, articulate, uh, had a message. Even though he was lying, he still had a message. He was very uh, intelligent in front of a camera. He was very cunning. He knew what to say. So when you watched him, until you realized who he was and what he was, you didn't feel the same way you feel when you watch like Biden and, and, and Harris and Pelosi and, and Maxine Waters. There's something wrong with these people. Mentally, there's something wrong with these people. And I'm going to show you a series of videos here, especially from Biden at this town hall. I mean, what was Biden doing at this town hall, folks? What was he really doing? With his arms up like this, looking like a robot? The answers that he gave to the, to, to the questions that Anderson Pooper asked him? That, I mean, just absolute cringeworthy crazy. And I know we all know this, but there's something deeper here. There's something truly wrong with these people, where they can't even act normal in society. Look at, um, look at uh, what's-her-face there, Kathleen Kamala Harris, when she was... Um, trying to talk to those children, those children actors about going to space and seeing the craters on the moon. <laughs> it was so odd. These people just don't know how to act in normal society. So what makes anybody think that they can run the world or run any kind of administration? There's, And I believe it's satanic. I believe these people are truly satanic, worshipping um, people. I can't... I, I've thought about this for, for weeks there's something truly wrong with these people. So I want to go to the first video here. Let's go to the first video here. And the first video is going to highlight um, uh, Biden at his town hall yesterday. Now, it's truly, 
odd to see the way he's standing there. But watch this. About that, with just in terms of inflation, because you had told uh, us at a town hall, I think What's it was he in doing? July, that the, in, this was just near-term inflation. The Wall Street Journal recently talks to like 67 uh, financial experts who said that they, they saw high inflation going all the way, or deep into 2022. About that, Look at his hands. Inflation, because you had told uh, us at a town hall, I think it was in July, that now Graham Allen posted this on his Instagram, and he wrote, "When your grandfather thinks he's parachuting into World War II, but he's at the President Town Hall instead." There, what? Did he get stuck on stupid? What happened there? Just standing there. Somebody said they think he was he was he was soiling himself. <laughs> <laughs> pooping. Somebody said he's pooping. Satan possessed. Uh, somebody said crapping his pants. Let's go, Brandon, uh, people are saying. Uh, they're all Satan worshipers. Oh, my God, what is his deal? Uh, these are these are comments that I'm reading right now on social media. But, I mean, what is, what is that? Normal people with normal, even people who are not normal that try to act normal in society, they don't do stuff like this. There's something wrong here outside of dementia because it's not just Joe Biden. It's not just Joe Biden. Uh, I got another video here to show you of Biden, you know, uh, coming up with every excuse in the book about why he hasn't been to the border, but Jill has. Never, never fear. Jill's been to the border. I haven't. Uh, and I've, I've been dealing with other things, but Jill's been there. So talk to Dr. Jill. Do you have plans to visit the southern border? Uh, I've been there before, and I haven't. I mean, I know it well. I guess I should go down, but the... But the whole point of it is I haven't had a whole hell of a lot of time to get down. I've been spending time going around looking at the $900 billion worth of damage done by, uh, by hurricanes and floods and, and weather and, tra and traveling around the world. But uh, I plan on – now my wife Jill has been down. She's oh, yay. Both sides of the river. She's seen the circumstances there. She's looked into those places. You notice you're not seeing a lot of pictures of kids lying on top of one another with, uh, you know, with 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 with, with uh, um, you know, uh, looks like tarps on top of them. My wife Jill has been there. I haven't been there in a long time. I'm very familiar with it. I've been too busy worrying about the nine hundred billion dollars of damage to worry about the million and a half people who have illegally crossed our border. And brought diseases we haven't had in 40 years. Every excuse in the book. My wife Jill's been there. Oh, well, thank God. Thank God your wife Jill has been there. What would we do? What would we do without your babysitter that you slept with and then married? What would we do? Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. You know it's got to go to Biden. But he's not the only one who's cringeworthy in this administration. Oh, no, no, Kathleen Kamala Harris. <laughs> uh, Kamala Harris, uh, we just found out that your family died. <laughs> oh, that's just... Uh, uh, Kamala Harris, we just found out that you and Biden are both going to be uh, hauled away in, in handcuffs. <laughs> she goes and she stumps for Terry McAuliffe yesterday, which, I mean, you really want these two out stumping for you? Even when Democrats don't like you? She goes out and stumps for Terry McAuliffe yesterday in Virginia because if they lose Virginia, they lose everything. And, uh, you know, she had to put on a fake accent. She had to put on a fake accent for that. A fake Southern accent. Like they're in Alabama or something. Uh, these people are crazy. But anyway, speaking of cringeworthy, did you see her birthday, her surprise birthday party yesterday? Did you see it? 
Did you see her come in? Oh, by the way, all masked up, right? You, you don't see them in masks anywhere else except for when they're in front of cameras. And all of a sudden, she's just nonchalantly walking into this room. Everybody in the room's got a face diaper on. She's got a face diaper on when she comes in. And then, happy birthday. She's like, oh, my gosh. It's, oh, what a surprise. What a surprise. Happy birthday to me. Yay, surprise. She said, I mean, these people are just oddly weird. And, and the funny thing about it is, is the Biden administration put that video out. That wasn't a leaked video. Okay? That wasn't leaked. The Biden administration put it out. They put it out. So, I have, a, I have a surprise for Kamala Harris for her birthday. I know it's belated birthday, Kamala. I was going to do this yesterday, but I ran out of time. But before we do that, before we celebrate uh, cackling Kamala Harris's belated birthday, let, let's go to the video real quick where she's being all weird, stumping for, for Terry McAuliffe here. <laughs> You know what I want for my birthday? You know what I want for my birthday? Uh, you're in Virginia, number one. You're not in Texas, not Alabama, you're not Louisiana. You know what I want for my birthday? Now, I know there's some, you know, a little bit of a southern draw in Virginia, but not like that. You know what I want for my birthday? I want this man elected governor. Okay, well, we're going to play a little birthday game for Kamala Harris, Kathleen Kamala Harris here. It's called Pin the Mask on the Swamp Donkey. So... That's it. Happy birthday to you. Oh, no. She's cackling. Stop cackling so much. I can't get it on your face. Happy birthday to you. Ah, happy birthday, dear Kamala. Happy birthday to you. And we pinned the mask on the swamp donkey, ladies and gentlemen. Yay, it's my birthday. Know what I want for my birthday? Sounds like when, when AOC was like, when, when AOC was trying to pander to Southerners as well. <laughs> you don't know what, you don't know what democracy looks like. You don't know what oppression looks like. <laughs> Pin the mask on the swamp donkey for cackling Kamala Harris's birthday. Oh, these people, they're, like I said, there's something wrong with these people outside of the fact that they're just Democrats, outside of the fact that they're communists, outside of the fact that they just don't like America or the red, white, and blue. There's something in here and in here wrong with these people. And you know what it is, folks? I can tell you what it is. It's Satanism. Satanic values. There's no other explanation for it. Satanic values, or at the very least, don't believe in God and have no... Uh, no regard for a higher power that holds them accountable. And you know that because they have no moral compass. And that's your first and foremost section, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back with more Live from America right after this. So what do you guys think? You think uh, <laughs> Hardison says, Jeremy, you're too funny. Uh, Chaps says, Jeremy, you make me laugh. They are Luciferians. I agree. I agree that they are Luciferians. Jeremy, you're a little out of pitch on the, on the song. Yeah, I know. I did that on purpose because I was singing it for Kamala. Um, birthday. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, narcissistic. Yes, that's definitely a good word. Definitely a good word to use for them. Narcissistic. Uh, female Forrest Gump. It's my birthday. That's who I want for my birthday. I want Terry McAuliffe, president of, or I mean, a governor of Virginia. Evil is lodged into their hearts. Jeremy, you need to sing happy birthday to Lisa 
Naquin, it's it's Lisa's birthday today? Oh, I didn't see that. Well, I'll sing, I'll sing a normal one. Ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Lisa. Happy birthday to you. Is that a little bit better? Is that a little bit more in tune? Um, <laughs> God bless you. Happy birthday, Lisa. Their due is coming. I agree. I agree they're due and their day is definitely coming. They better repent before it's too late. Their hearts are hardened. Well, you know, one of the hardest things it is for us to do in my house is pray for these people. And we do. I did see Heather emailed me. Yes, I did see that. And I'll get to that today. Thank you very much, Heather. God bless you. And we'll make sure we help you out a little bit. Um, look, I'm driving the train. <laughs> uh, they can't even get a surprise right. I know. They can't get anything right. I mean, it, it, it's it's... We're stuck between a rock and a hard place here because we want to make fun of these people and call them out. But at the same time, while we're doing that, they're just continuing to make America weaker. So I have a lot of people that go, why do you why do you laugh at everything? Why do you laugh about the situation? Well, I'm not, I'm not really laughing about the situation. I'm not really just laughing about the situation. I got I to gotta put some, some comedy in a little bit of everything. That's just how I am. Um, it keeps me sane. We'll say that. It keeps me sane. So... Um, even New Hampshire, even Democrats, especially here in New Hampshire, they don't, they don't want anything to do with Biden. And the polls are showing that. And I'm going to, I'm going to talk about that right when we come back. Oh yeah. Surprise. (laughs) Incredible. Please share the video folks. We need to get it out there. I appreciate it. Welcome back to Live from America. I hope you uh, enjoyed the game that we played, Pin the Mask on the Swamp Donkey for cackling Kamala Harris. And somebody brought up a good point during the commercial break. They said, uh, surprise, happy birthday, and then... Nobody cares. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Democrats all over the country are also not getting behind Biden and Kamala Harris because they know it's a sinking ship. Uh, Here in my home state of New Hampshire, New Hampshire Democrats want Biden to be primaried in 2024. Look, he's not making it to 2024. It's great that the Democrats are jumping on the anti-Biden train and finally getting it. I get that. It's it's great to see the, the, the Democrats walk away, people leaving left and right, talks of Joe Manchin leaving, even though he said it was wrong. I don't believe that. You have Andrew Yang, not not really too big of a deal, but he's leaving. People are leaving the Democratic Party left and right. Tulsi Gabbard will be the next one. You mark my words. Tulsi Gabbard will be the next one who leaves this current Democratic Party. However, how how bad are things for Joe? Even though he won't be here in 2024, uh, some members of his own party are already saying they want uh, they don't want him to be the nominee. He won't be. Trust me. Uh, we're only. 10 months into Biden's first term, and for them to be saying this now, especially up here in in New England, is pretty astonishing, ladies and gentlemen. Um, New Hampshire Democrats want Biden primaried, and one of the first signs that dissatisfaction with President Joe Biden goes beyond grumbling, more New Hampshire Democrats than than, uh, uh, that not want him to face, excuse me, grumbling, more New Hampshire Democrats than not want him to face challengers in their first in the nation 2024 primary. The latest University of New Hampshire survey of primary voters found that Democrats by a 45% to 29% margin want Biden to face an uh, face opposition in primaries in the primary. Some 26% were unsure, but that's nearly half of Democrats in the state of New Hampshire want him primary. Now we know that he's not going to make it that far. We get it. And it's stupid for them to even say, we want him primaried in 2024 when they know dang well. Look at the guy. Come on, man. Come on, man. 
How dare you? But anyway, it's it's not just in New Hampshire. It's all across the country. When Steve Bannon says they have zero political capital, that's what he means. When you have zero political capital, you don't even have a party behind you. And you definitely don't have world leaders behind you or with you in any kind of deals or any kind of uh, conversations about trade or, 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 or policy, uh, international policy, or anything like that. Foreign policy, it doesn't... When you have zero political capital, you have zero credit. You have zero uh, uh, power, even. Zero power. That's why anytime this guy says something, nobody complies. Nobody cares. You think all those businesses are really complying with these vaccine mandates uh, at the rate that he says they are? They're not. He said in his town hall yesterday that nobody's walking out of their jobs. We saw it just yesterday with 750 GE employees. How many doctors, how many nurses, how many firefighters, how many police officers do we see every day that walk away from their jobs? He lied during the town hall yesterday and said nobody's doing that. Military members aren't leaving. Military members aren't refusing the jab. What a liar. What an absolute liar. Um, I want to I shine some light on more rhinos. Since we're, talking, since we're talking about the RNC in the beginning of the show and rhinos, let's shed some light real quick here on some rhinos. Because you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I've, I've got my rhino hunting permit and I want to use it. I don't know about you, but I've got a rhino hunting permit and I want to use it. Now, I know this next person that I'm going to bring up. Uh, there's a split um, opinion on this man, whether he's a rhino or whether he's not. But I'm going to tell you, there's very, very easy ways to find out if somebody was a rhino. And the very first way is to say, do you believe that Joe Biden won the presidency with 81 million votes? If they say yes, unequivocally, he won and we need to move on, they're a rhino. Guess who said that? Dan Crenshaw. It's funny how aligned Dan Crenshaw is with McCain's values, isn't it? Almost like he's related to McCain. But anyway, Dan Crenshaw not only has said that he thinks that Biden won the presidency and that Trump needs to just get over it, he's also voted for a lot of uh, red, uh, red, uh, red flag laws, red flag gun laws to take away people's guns. Now, for somebody who fought for this country, for somebody who understands the Second Amendment, for somebody who's on record saying, shall not be infringed, why is Dan Crenshaw voting for uh, red flag gun laws? which would take guns out of the hands of people. Now, at face value, these red flag gun laws sound like they make sense. Take guns out of the hands of crazy people. Take guns out of the hands of people who could do harm to themselves or others. But what happens after that, folks, is that you let the left and these rhinos determine who's crazy and who's not. We already know they determine who's racist and who's not, which is completely fake. We already know that they've determined who's a bigot and who's not, who's a white nationalist and who's not, who's a homophobe and who's not. They use these words to their advantage so they can push and further their agenda. So when you have Dan Crenshaw saying, I believe that Joe Biden won the presidency and Trump needs to move on, I believe the Republican Party needs to move on, and when Dan Record is on, or Dan Crenshaw is on record voting for red uh, flag gun laws, that's a rhino, folks, and we need to call rhinos out when we see them. And I'm going to show you a video. Now, rhinos do two things when you ask them hard questions. They either have their handlers run them away, like Democrats do, or they get really angry and they start coming back and saying mean things. That's what rhinos do. Those are, those are the best ways you can find out if somebody's a politician or a public servant. Okay? I'm going to show you another video of exactly that, of Dan Crenshaw doing what he does best and running away, and running away from people when they ask him a hard questions. This is not right. You should not be doing this. You should be standing there answering the hard questions when somebody asks you a hard question, especially 
if you're on record voting for it. Check this out. I do have a question. So, I gotta ask, why did you vote for red flag laws again after you said you did? Uh, you did. It's on record, Congressman. Come on. Congressman Crenshaw votes for red flag laws to disarm veterans. inevitable, Congressman. And that's true, and you know what he says? He says that's ridiculous and walks away. But it's on record. It's on record. And 119 other Republicans voted for them too in, 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 um, for federal gun laws, for federal red flag gun laws. This is a problem. You know who else was on that, um, that same bill that these, or that voted for that same bill that these people are talking about? And I don't like to say this. I don't. I don't at all. And maybe there was a lot of other stuff in the bill and they just overlooked this one. Who knows what the real reason is why they voted for it. But Matt Gates voted for it too. Matt Gates voted for that same red gun, uh, red uh, flag gun law. I looked it up this morning because I wanted to make sure that these people were exactly right that his name was on these bills or on these law or uh, uh, voted for these bills. So, long story short, short folks, it depends on who you are and what kind of a Republican you are. If you are a constitutional conservative who says shall not be infringed and innocent until proven guilty, then anybody who votes for red flag gun laws, you want to perk your ear up and say, okay, what's really going on here? Now, I don't believe Gates is a rhino. I really don't. I, I don't believe that. I want to know why he voted for that. And the next time I talk to him, I'm going to ask him. Crenshaw is a rhino. I know this because I've seen the man run from people's hard questions many times. And just the fact that he says he believes Joe Biden won, that's a rhino. So take it how you want to take it. Divide if you want to divide. But you should know the truth. And the truth is... Dan, Cren Dan Crenshaw is a rhino. Now, speaking of rhino hunting, let me kill two birds with one stone here, okay? Because there's a lot of talk out there. We have social media. This show is social media driven. Most of what we do is on social media here on this show. So we keep our ear to the ground just like we did yesterday. I told you we did yesterday, and we hear things all day long. And um, if you noticed, the other day I had Marjorie Taylor Greene on, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, dear friend of mine, and a soldier for freedom. And there's been a lot of talk about whether she's a rhino or whether she's a communist because the conflict with her and Lynn Wood and this, that, and the other. And I told you, and I, and I asked Marjorie the hard questions while she was here. I did. And it got, a little, it got a little heated there for a second with the questions that I was asking her. But they're questions that regular, everyday people want to know. And if you want to know anything more about Marjorie Taylor Greene, ask yourself this. Does anybody, whether they do it in front of a camera or off camera, does anybody fight harder does anybody scare the Democrats? Does anybody put fear into the hearts of Democrats on Capitol Hill more than Marjorie Taylor Greene? Now, I get it. She does things unorthodox. She does things loud. Remind you of somebody else? President Trump? She does things to get attention, to get on camera. Remind you of somebody else? President Trump? That doesn't mean that there's some kind of attention whore or something like that. It means they want to get the message out. But I will beg to differ that Marjorie Taylor Greene does this when there's not even cameras around. So we're going to kill two birds with one stone here when we're talking about rhino hunting. And yesterday, Marjorie Taylor Greene did exactly that. And you're not going to hear about it because it wasn't on video. Because she did this as a soldier for freedom, regardless if there's a camera on or not. And she took it to Liz Cheney yesterday. Let me read you the story. Okay, During voting... Yesterday, on the, on the House floor on a resolution to hold Steve Bannon in contempt of Congress, Marjorie Taylor Greene and vicious Liz Cheney were seen shouting at each other. 
Marjorie Taylor Greene told Cheney and Democrat ally Jamie Raskin to vote on something that Americans actually care about. Liz Cheney lost her mind during the Trump years and now fully endorses some of the worst Marxist Democrats in the country over Republican voters. Massive disgrace. Cheney snapped back at Marjorie Taylor Greene yesterday before the Georgia Republican called uh, the bitter never-Trumper a joke. Okay? Green, a top Trump loyalist, as, so, as, as am I, crossed the aisle and approached Representative Liz Cheney and Jamie Raskin as voting began on a resolution holding former advisor of former President Donald J. Trump, Steve Bannon, in contempt for defying uh, panel subpoenas. Marjorie says, this is a joke, as she screamed and laughed at uh, Liz Cheney. Uh, referring to January 6th investigation and the and the Bannon contempt vote. Why don't you guys um, investigate something that people actually care about? Cheney screamed back that Marjorie Taylor Greene was a joke and that she could be focus she should be focusing on Jewish space lasers as a reference to a conspiracy theory Greene previously had promoted on Facebook, blaming space lasers controlled by powerful Jewish families for starting wildfires in California. Marjorie said, I never said that, and screamed, you're done, you're a joke. Um, and yelled at Cheney, according to CNN, why don't you go investigate something that matters to the American people? What I love about that, in its entirety, in the whole there, is that she crossed the aisle, came over to hold Liz Cheney accountable, right to her face, and told her this, you're done. And she is done. She's polling worse than cackling Kamala Harris. The people of her own state censured her and don't want her there. How does she think she's going to win? I'm going to tell you, the GOP is done too. The GOP is done. Rhinos are done. Liz Cheney's done. And this entire uh, Republic Uniparty crap is done. So Liz Cheney, we're rhino hunting on you. And for anybody who out there who might still think that Marjorie Taylor Greene isn't fighting for them, you're sadly mistaken. What do you want her to do? Because she's doing exactly what you would do on those Capitol Hill steps. Marjorie doesn't know I'm talking about this today. This isn't something where I said, hey, I'm going to go defend your honor. No, 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 no. This is me telling you that I'd be doing more than Marjorie Taylor Greene is doing. I'd be kicked out of Congress so fast, it'd make the people's heads spin. And I believe you guys would all do the same, regardless if those cameras are there or not. So big shout out to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Big shout out to people who actually stand up to these scumbags and actually do something about it. My hat's off to you uh, and, and, and keep fighting. Keep fighting for us, and we'll keep uh, we'll keep you there as long as we need to. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News, and we'll be back in a minute. Don't go anywhere. we got much more. We've got much more. Fill your coffees. Get ready. We'll be right back. Representative Crenshaw compared Savior Jesus Christ to a fictional superhero from DC Comics. He thinks the ultimate sacrifice Jesus made dying for our sins is not real. I didn't know that. Well, there you go. I'd love to see MTG and Pelosi locked in a room together. That would be great. So, so I, I do not like that she pushed back, refusing to answer our questions about Lynn Wood. This is the Dems' tactic. She refused to answer why she and Lynn Wood. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. Go back and watch the interview. She didn't refuse to answer questions. She said that this is, uh, this is a waste of her time to fight with Lynn Wood and, and, and to continue talking any further about it. And she actually explained why she went at him. She said, I lashed out at him because he said this. Do I agree with her calling him a fake Christian? No, I don't agree with that, and I've told her that. However, it's not my place to tell her what she should and shouldn't say. I've said a lot of things out of anger. Long story short, she's fighting, and other people who are saying she's not fighting, I don't see them on Congress, I don't see them on Capitol Hill steps. 
I don't see them crossing aisles, getting in people's faces, not saying anything bad about him or anybody else. All I'm saying is, what is she doing that you don't want her to do, and what is she not doing that you do want her to do? And then put yourself in her shoes and think about it. Okay? I'm so I, Today I'm in a rare form, and I'm so sick and tired of baseless division. Baseless division. If we're going to have some division, let's at least have it over some real issues here. Some real stuff. Not some tit-tat, back-and-forth bullcrap. I'm not into that. Never have been. I'm so sick of it. Why is MTG not pushing for audit? She is. Would you like me to go and screenshot every one of her social media platforms? Again, not sticking up for her. Telling you the truth. Go back. Go, 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 go to her Instagram. Go to her social media. Go to any of her social media uh, pages. Go to any, uh, any of the meetings that she has in Georgia. And watch them. Every one of them talk about audits. Every single one. So I don't know why that's a thing. I don't know. Outside of that, she has no power to demand an audit. To, to actually demand it and have it happen. So again, not sticking up for her. She doesn't even know I'm doing this. This is from my own uh, viewing of what's going on and realizing people just need to just move forward and not have baseless division. Move forward with fighting and not have baseless division. That's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at it. MTG not pushing for audits. That's not true. It's not true. It's not true. And if you'd like, I will go screenshot 50 different things that she said across social media and post them on Telegram if you'd like to see it. Because I made sure I went back about eight months to see if that's true or not. And it's not true. She is pushing for audits. It's not true. I'm not gonna I'm not going to entertain things that are not true, and that is not true. So don't know what to tell you. I'm not picking sides here. I'm here to tell you what's true and what's not true. And that's not true. So, let's get right back to it, shall we? Welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. We just had a nice conversation during the break about people standing up, rhinos, people, baseless division, and the only division that we need to have in this Republican Party is to push out rhinos, period. Other than that, the rest of it doesn't need to happen. I'm sick of watching it, and I'm going to stand up for it. And I'm going to stand up for the people who are standing up for President Trump, and I'm going to stand up for the people who are standing up for this country. And if you love President Trump, but you're mad at somebody uh, somebody else that he supports and he's behind, well, then I guess his judgment is skewed in your eyes as well. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Um, I want to talk about the video that was supposed to be shown yesterday that Jerry Nadler and the Democrats censored and would not let... Um, the uh, the Republican show, according I mean pertaining to CRT and school boards and mama bears and stuff like that. If you're just if you're if you're new to everything that's happening and you don't know what happened yesterday, Jerry Nadler and the Democrats censored um, Jim Jordan and the other Republicans from showing a video yesterday during a hearing with Merrick Garland, and the video that they censored had to do with CRT. And parents going to school boards and holding school boards accountable for what they teach their children. They wouldn't let that video be shown. Well, I have that video. I have that video because the uh, the House Judiciary GOP actually put it out yesterday for all of us to see. And they said, this is the video that they did not want shown. So, here is the video, ladies and gentlemen, that you were supposed to see during the hearing yesterday, during the committee hearing yesterday, that you weren't allowed to see because Jerry Nadler censored it. But we don't like censorship, and censorship is dying. Censorship isn't what it once was. They're continuing to try to censor as much as they can, but we've gotten around that. We've gotten around that by our own social media platforms and people fighting back. So your censorship is just a joke now, and we don't even really care that you do it because we'll find other ways to show it. Here's the video that was supposed to be shown yesterday that Jerry Nadler censored. 
with local school board meetings growing more contentious. No, Attorney General Merrick Garland last week ordered the FBI to look into what he called a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school board members and other K-12 educators. That followed a request from the National School Board Association for an investigation of what it called threats against its members, likening actions by some parents to, quote, domestic terrorism. This is absolutely unacceptable. In a modern democracy for the Attorney General of the United States to sick the FBI on parents concerned about their children's education, to begin to classify them at the behest of the National School Board Association as domestic terrorists is the end. It's the final line. It's the straw that breaks the camel's back. Let's call it what it is. They are saying that moms are now domestic terrorists because we are standing up for our children. CRT is racist. It is abusive. It discriminates against one's color. Just coming off of May 31st, marking the 100 years of the Tulsa riots, it is sad that we are even contemplating something like critical race theory, where children will be separated by their skin color and deemed permanently oppressors or oppressed in 2021. Two medical degrees. No mom, no dad in the house. Worked my way through college. Sat there and hustled my butt off to get through college. You gonna tell me somebody looked like all y'all white folks kept me from doing that? Are you serious? I am not oppressed. I'm not oppressed and I'm not a victim. I have three children. They are not oppressed either, although they are victims. Racism in America would by and large be dead today if it were not for certain people and institutions keeping it on life support. Sadly, one of those institutions is the American education system. I have personally heard teachers teaching CRT and we have had an assembly shut down because Duval County Public School System consultant thought it would be a great idea to separate students by race. This is unacceptable. My child is five years old. All she should be thinking about is Barbie dolls and, and, and going to the pool with my wife and wrestling with her daddy. And I'm being told that you're gonna send, I'm gonna send my child to school and she's gonna be taught about the color of her skin. My five-year-old is being peddled transgender books in her library. Teenagers are being served pornography under the guise of young adult literature. Do something, be a leader. Because if you know what, the citizens of this county deserve better. I don't know about you, but telling my child or any child that they are in a permanent oppressed stat, uh, status in America because they are black is racist. And saying that white people are automatically above me, my children, or any child is racist as well. My child is not oppressed and don't assume that. As long as you Marxists push your unconstitutional agenda on my child, she will not be returning back to the schools. You cannot tell me what is or is not racist. Look at me. I quit your policies. I quit your trainings. And I quit being a cog in a machine that tells me to push highly politicized agendas on our most vulnerable constituents, the children. This is not something that we can stand for in our country. And don't take it from me, look at the writers of these types of uh, publications. Our ancestors, white, black, and others hung, bled, and died right alongside each other to push America towards that more perfect union. If this Now I want to ask you folks, why do you think they didn't let that video be played yesterday? And I just cut it short because of time reasons. But why do you think they didn't want that video to be shown? I'll tell you why. Because it showed black, white, Asian Americans, short, tall, older, younger, all coming together for the common good of children's education. They didn't want the world to see that. 
they're continuing to try to censor. But guess who else is censoring? YouTube. Well, we knew that. But YouTube is now saying that they will not. Uh, they will continue to try to flush out the Let's Go Brandon song because they say it's medical misinformation and dangerous rhetoric that could cause civil disobedience. So from now on, you can't say Let's Go Brandon. What if we have a family who has a son named Brandon and they do a video where he's outside, out there on the on the baseball field doing well, and they go, let's go, Brandon. Are they going to are they going to censor that too? Censorship has become such a joke, and that's why these companies are changing their name, rebranding themselves, and trying everything they can do to keep you on their platform. But it's not working. Platforms like President Trump's platform. By the way, yesterday DWAC stock rose twelve hundred percent in two days. It went up twelve hundred percent. Two days. People are sick and tired of censorship, and they're not going to deal with it anymore. So big shout-out to President Trump and his new venture. Big shout-out to everybody who's leaving these platforms because of censorship and going where freedom will still exist because their censorship is running dry. It's, 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 you know what? From now on, I'm going to say censorship is so 2016. <laughs> Get over it. You're living in, Censorship is so 2016. Anyway, we're going to take one more commercial break, and we'll be back with Live from America right after this, folks. Now, I know you guys don't think that I knew that talking about um, Marjorie Taylor Greene today and, and, and uh, debunking some, some rumors was going to cause division and cause uh, problems. I knew that was going to, but I wanted to highlight its baseless division. It's baseless division because you should take people at their actions and not their words and it seems like a lot of people are taking people at their word and not so much action these days. And I knew that was going to cause people to get upset. I knew that. And that's okay. That's okay. This, I think this Live from America family and this audience here can handle a little bit of, uh, a little bit of uh, a heated debate and rhetoric. Again, I'm not, ta- I'm not taking sides. I will say that anybody saying that she has not called for forensic audits is not truthful. That's not truthful. And uh, again, just go back and watch the interview I had with her. I asked her, do you support the full forensic audit? More than once. She said yes. So I knew it was going to cause problems. But again, I'm standing up for the people who are standing up for this country and fighting for this country. And yes, that includes uh, people like Lynn Wood. Never, I stand up for people who stand up for things and, and, and make a difference. And I call out lies and truths when I see them. Because again, whether it's Bad news or good news, as long as it's the truth, it's real. That's the way I look at it. As long as it's the truth, it's real. People said, where can I find that video? Well, I went right to, I typed in House Judiciary GOP Twitter. I don't have Twitter, and you don't have to have Twitter to see these videos either. Uh, Type in House Judiciary GOP, and it'll take you right to their page, and it's about, uh, it was posted yesterday, 21 hours ago. So that's where I got it from. Um, Jeremy, please explain how Trump can be president and still be involved in a corporation. He can't. It's the law. That's a that's a that's something that it is going to take an hour to talk about. Um, I will talk about it someday, but you know, you said a few weeks ago that we all have our part. Go MTG. Exactly. We all have our part to play. Everybody has a part to play, and and, and and to yell at somebody else for the part they're playing is not, if, as long as they're doing it right, is not the right way to do. It's not right way, right way to do things. Um, need a new t-shirt. Censorship is so 2016. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Donnie C. Biden was inaugurated, not Trump. Oh, Donnie C. Biden was inaugurated, not Trump. I see what you're saying. Jeremy, have an awesome time tonight with your family. Thank you. It's actually uh, more of a, uh, 
it's it's not going to be an awesome time actually what we have to do but it's family obligation so um i'll leave it at that mtv's mtg's changed her position on the election and that's fine with me not sure what you mean by that but definitely uh, appreciate the uh the comment stock is down 86 bucks or share uh, a share or so now I'm sure you're talking about Trump's. Jeremy, a lot of us feel that MTG is a congresswoman of Georgia. She is posting works on social media, but she can do things to make action happen. She actually said what she was doing. If you go back and watch the video, I asked her that. I said, what could you be doing that people say you're not doing? And she actually says that. So please go back and rewatch the video. I know we were all like doing it in real time, but I went back and watched it twice. And I want to make sure that those, those answers were covered, and they were, and so were the questions. So just go back and watch it again. It, it'll, it'll help you out a lot. Okay? All right, let's come back. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. The last segment of the day, I want to highlight a couple uh, couple things r- real quick. Number one, I stand with Steve Bannon. I and the rest of the war room uh, warriors stand with Steve Bannon. And Steve, I just want to put a message out there. If there's anything you need us to do, you let us know. Because we stand with you, and you have a heck of a lot bigger of an army than uh, Nancy Pelosi or, or Adam Schiff or Liz Cheney. Or any of them. I stand with Steve Bannon. And I also stand with Mama Bears. Also, I'd like to highlight and give the Smarty Award one time if I could real quick. The Smarty Award today is going to go to Governor Greg Abbott from Texas. Look, I don't know if it's because he's afraid he's going to get uh, beat or if it's just because he's really woke up and seen the light and, and, and doing the best thing for the people of Texas. But much like the Indiana uh, Indiana State has said that the police that are fired by Lori Lightfoot can come work and live in Indiana, Governor Greg Abbott has said anybody who is facing life-threatening surgery uh, needing a transplant and is not getting one because they refuse to be vaccinated, come to the great state of Texas and we'll make sure that we'll get you the transplant that you need, we'll give you the medical attention that you need, and we will not turn you away just because you're not vaccinated. That's huge. Thank you, Governor Greg Abbott, and thank you, Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America today. Have a great weekend. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you Monday morning. At 11 a.m., have a great weekend with your family. Spread the gospel. Stand strong. Have courage. Spread courage. And don't let anybody tell you anything.